0: into a family. We're given a purpose in life, and that's the purpose of the church, to make disciples. And according to this definition, a disciple has several different components. First of all, we know that a disciple is a follower of Jesus, so that's the first thing. Go and make followers of Jesus. A disciple is a follower of Jesus who, number two, has taken the step of baptism, right? If we're to make disciples and baptize them, then a follower of Jesus is someone... a disciple is a follower of Jesus who has taken the step of baptism, And then you keep looking at this uh, command of Jesus' teaching them. A disciple is a follower of Jesus who's taken the step of baptism and is learning everything everything that Jesus taught, learning the teachings of Jesus, right? Teach them everything I've commanded you. So a, a, a disciple is someone who is learning the teachings of Jesus and not just learning the teachings of Jesus, Teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. So, put all that together, this is what you get. A disciple is is a follower of Jesus who's taken the step of baptism and is learning the teachings of Jesus and putting them into practice. So, that's kind of our mission as a church, to help make disciples. We want people to come into relationship with Jesus We want them to learn everything Jesus has commanded, and not just learn it, but also learn how to put it into practice. We don't want to grow people with just lots of knowledge at Trinity, but people with knowledge that they put into practice. But we also want to make sure that we don't miss that other component of a wholehearted follower, and that is someone who's taken the step of baptism. And that's what this morning is about. We believe that Jesus asks everyone who has made the life decision to turn to him as the forgiver of their sins and the leader of their life. Jesus asked everyone who's made that decision to take a public step. And that public step is water baptism. It's something that uh, you do in front of other people as a public identification with Jesus. And and baptism, as we practice it, as it was practiced really in the New Testament, you look at the New Testament, clearly baptism was an immersion in water, and that's how we practice it here. And it's rich with symbolism. So what we're going to see today is a lot of symbolism, because when someone is baptized, it's a picture of uh, death and resurrection. It's a picture of washing. It's even a picture of birth. Being born of water. And so, uh, full of symbolism, and we get to celebrate uh, this morning some people who have made this life decision. Some of them are young people, some of them are adults, and uh, we get to uh, be part of this big life turning. And that's what we're going to celebrate this morning. So, you know that it is a celebration when we see someone take a big step of obedience. And for everyone who's taking this step, it's a big step. They're nervous. They're kind of, you know, it's taken them a lot to get to this point, and now they're ready, there's no turning back, but there's still some nerves and all, so we're able to really affirm them, and you know how to do that when someone's baptized, we kind of raise the roof, and so we're going to do that this morning. I'll ask Pastor Thad if he's already there, or right, actually, I think we start with a couple videos, so why don't I go ahead, Thad, you back there? Uh, we'll, we'll start, we'll watch these two stories first. And uh, uh, then we'll we'll turn it over to Thad. So first up, we've got someone's story right here.
1: My name is Zeke Durand, and I'm taking the next step of baptism because it shows obedience to God and... I wanna show people that I come to church for a reason, and that reason is to worship God. I became a Christian when I was four years old. I came home from preschool one day, and we were talking about becoming a Christian in school that day. And that night, I asked my mom if we could pray the prayer, and we did in my bed. Um, choosing jesus has made a big impact in my life one reason is i always have forgiveness and have someone to talk to and i had a I have a cousin named Noah and when he was about one year old he was he had cancer and all we could do was pray for him and now he's healed
0: So that's, that's Zeke Durand, and Zeke and his brother, his big brother Eli, are both being baptized uh, second service, so here's Eli's story.
2: My name's Eli Durand, and I'm taking the next step in baptism because I feel, I feel like I'm ready to deepen my faith in Jesus. I became a Christian when I think about four years old when I was going to bed, my room, um, I asked my mom about it and we talked about it, then I prayed the prayer. I believe coming, becoming a Christian has changed the way I act and what I think and how I talk to people. And instead of like when I see people getting bullied or something, um, stand up for them instead of bullying them with the other people, stand up and become their friends and stick up for them. I believe God has great plans for me and I'm ready to serve Him.
3: The water's nice I'd like to introduce you to a couple of my friends here Why don't you guys come on down Maddie and Logan and family, you want to come up? Where's your family? The canards here? Yeah, come on up Why don't you step right on this? Good How is it? Guys come right over here. All right, so a little bit of nerves here, but that's okay. You excited? Yeah. how about you? <laughs> He's nervous. All right. are you guys excited? Yes. all right check out this video.
4: My name is Maddie, and I want to be baptized because I want to be saved from sin. When you're baptized, you, um, it's, you are already believing in God long enough, and you want to show other people that you believe in God. Well, um, I went to church ever since I was little, and I just decided to be like my mom. I'm pretty sure I was with my mom when, um, I came home from Sunday school. I came home from Sunday school and I asked uh, about how I could become a Christian, and, and she just told me that I just needed to pray, so I asked her to help me. I always know that I'm saved, that I'll never be alone.
3: Matt, you, you kind of said it there in the video, but uh, are, you, are you excited to get baptized? Yes. Yeah, why is that?
4: Um, because then um, other people will know that I'm a Christian.
3: Yeah, and you believe Jesus saved you, and you just want to follow after him. That's so awesome. I'm so excited for you. Are you ready? Okay. Just pinch your nose. Okay. All right. It's based on these things that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. the scariest thing of his life right here <laughs> let's check out Logan's video
5: uh, my name is Logan Connors I'm taking the step of baptism because I've been a Christian since I was little and I just thought I should be baptized well I've been going to church since I can't even remember when because my mom always took it to church um, well, I prayed a lot and asked God about it. And I just decided that I should get baptized to show that I'm a Christian. I prayed Him basically every day, like three times a day. And I started that about two years ago on the first day I went to youth group and ever since I uh, knew that I should get baptized to show that I'm a Christian well we went to church one day and that was the first day I would be able to go to youth group I think I was in fifth grade and well on the first day I went to youth group uh, when we were playing uh, I kind of just accepted Jesus, and uh, thought that I should be a Christian and try and follow that path, and then I should get baptized when I um, knew that I was a Christian. Um, well, it helps me when I like don't do good in, like, sports or school, and then I pray about it, and that helps me feel better about it.
3: It's not going to bite you. It's okay. <laughs> He's really nervous, but uh, it's really, really good to get to know you. Uh, ben, the staff and I, we love. You come, you show up early. And you ask great questions. We really love getting to know you. Logan, I'm so excited that you're choosing to follow this and to get in. And even though this uh, this is pretty scary for you, it's, it's worth it for you. And so really, really excited. Do you believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior? You want to follow him with everything you got? All right. Based on these things, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have uh, Steve Taylor's video here. Check this out.
6: My name is Stephen Taylor, and I'm taking the next step of baptism because I believe it's part of my responsibility as a Christian to secure my faith by showing in some way that uh, I take it seriously and I really appreciate everything that Christ did for us. So... I've always dreamed of doing it. I was wanting to do it when I was a teenager, but I was kind of discouraged by some people in my family. But now, I'm part of a great church, and this is the next step I'd like to do in showing my faith. I actually accepted Christ as my Savior in a Baptist church here in Walla Walla many, many years ago. I wasn't even 18 years of age, and at that time, I was under a lot more pressure to, I don't know, just explore my faith and... Now that uh, I've reached that point in life where I really enjoy Christianity and having time to read my Bible, um, I don't know, it's just something I feel in my heart that's right. And everything I read in the Bible is, is true as I understand it. It's not science fiction. And I believe that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Honestly, um, throughout my life, especially in military service, I've had to really think about how I treat other people. Talk about compassion and grace and having to take a step back when you're angry and you want to throw some foul words around or do some other bad things. I mean, just being a Christian alone has helped me, you know, just throughout life.
3: I'd like to introduce you to Whitney Griffith. Would the Griffith family come up? There they are. How is it? Okay. It's okay. Nice. Good. All right, let's check out her video.
2: My name is Whitney Griffith, and I'm taking um, the next step of baptism because in the Bible it says to be baptized. I've been wanting to be baptized for a year or so now, but I haven't done it yet because I get scared and nervous easily. When I first wanted to be baptized, I talked to my brother for a week or so, but when I talked to my parents, they said I have to do it by myself. So here I am, a little nervous, scared, but God said, Do not be afraid, for He is with me. So here I am. I am not by myself after all. I became a Christian when I was four years old, and all I can remember is at Sunday school talking about being a Christian and what it means. And then after I got home, I ran through the gate and asked my mom to pray the prayer with me, and I became a Christian. The difference being a Christian has made in my life is that the Holy Spirit can tell me right from wrong, good choices from bad choices, and He can comfort me and when i'm sick or afraid
3: a lot of really good stuff in there i love that verse do not be afraid that is great are you afraid no that's good yeah your smile and your personality is so infectious uh, i think it's pretty evident that the lord's in you and uh, i love your family They're great people come from good stock do you believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior? Mm-hmm. You want to follow him with everything you got? Yes. All right. You ready? Based on these things, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have one more video to check out. This is Peggy Dennis. Uh,
7: my name is Peggy Dennis and I'm taking this step uh, because um, I want to be closer to Jesus and I've become a whole lot closer already just accepting Him into my life. Um, I've had a loss of my husband and and the Lord's really helped me so uh, that's why I want to be closer uh, what helped me become closer is um, my mom lives with me and we're very close and she's very close to to, to Jesus too and um, she's taught me things. Um, and it's taken a a big step to go in where I'm going, and but it feels good. It really feels good. So I think that's where I she has made me want to go further. I think um, the turning point is um, just watching. Um, my grandkids becoming more closer to Jesus as well Um, and then like I said my mom's really there for me and she's taught me to to become, you know, um, for him to be my savior and he takes a big load off my chest Um, it's made a better person of me I pray every day that I can, you know, um, set a good example for not only my grandkids, but um, people around me, my friends. Um, uh, I think I, I have with one of my really good friends that, you know, she's becoming closer to Jesus. Um, so I, it makes me feel really good. And it lightens my heart, and I know Jesus is smiling at me for helping. They're very, my grandkids, um, things that stick out in me about Jesus being involved in them is um, they go to all the meetings and they love to go play with the other children and play games and um, learning about Jesus. And my grandsons told me me a few things that I didn't even know. Thinking about years ago about not talking with Jesus and and uh, being involved with him more. Uh, I didn't know him that well, and I didn't know how great it could be. On how he can light your heart, he can help you through all the hard times. There's been some hard times that um, my children have seen, and it's made a big difference in their life too. My daughter has been baptized before I did. So, it makes me feel good. It makes me smile. <laughs> it does, you know. There's times that I I've been at um, McDonald's and when I wasn't with Jesus that much and a man come up to me and he says, "Smile. You have such a pretty. I know you have a pretty smile." But you know, I was down and out then, and and he did. He made me think about it. You know, it's not that bad. Like Dutch says, Dutch Landoni, um, Lois told me today, which really lightened my heart, um, she goes every morning he'd pray to um, have the chance to um, talk with somebody or how would you put that um, to enlighten them to become you know closer or to give them acknowledge Jesus to to them or make them smile for the day you know give them the chance to make their day just like that man at McDonald's you know he made my day lighten my heart
0: So this is a big step. It's a big step for everyone who took this step. But a really big step for Peggy, and uh, excited for her. Uh, God's really been at work in her life for the last couple of years, and for her to take this step uh, is just a privilege to be able to be part of that. So what I want to do for a couple minutes, we're gonna we're gonna reflect on on what we've seen, and then we're going to sing in response. We're gonna worship in response to what we've seen. But I wanna I wanna give us a little bit of a basis for what we've observed. We're celebrating. When we see someone take the step of baptism, we clap, you know, and we, we uh, like to celebrate. Well, what are we actually celebrating? And that's what I want us to think about for just a minute. Uh, Paul, he is, uh, you know, a, one of the main contributors to what we know of as the New Testament. And what's amazing about that is that Paul was a Jesus hater, he was a Jesus hater, he was a Christian hater before he actually encountered Jesus himself and and uh, that transformed his life when he encountered the risen Jesus, it transformed his life from a Jesus hater into really the most influential personality other than Jesus himself in terms of christianity and uh, Paul, in the book of colossians he 's talking about what it means to be a Jesus follower, and he uses this one little short just just in the middle of this long description in Colossians chapter 3, he says this one thing. He says, For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Now, When I say that we are celebrating, we're celebrating what we've seen in terms of people taking the step of baptism. But we're also, you know, this is a way to celebrate our own uh, new life in Jesus. And what I want us to think about for just a minute is what that means when Paul says, you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. What we're celebrating when we see someone take the step of baptism What you celebrate when you say, God, thank you for rescuing me. Thank you for adopting me into your family. What you celebrate is that you died. You celebrate a death and a resurrection. You celebrate that you died and that you now live. And so how does all that work out? We're going to talk about that for just a minute. Paul says, you died. Now, when he says you died, he uses a Greek tense, a Greek verb tense that means like a once for all completed action. You died one time, all done. And then he says, but, and, and now your life is hidden. It's an ongoing, that part of the sentence is this ongoing reality. So Paul says, You died at one point in time, and now your life is being hidden in Christ, uh, with Christ in God. So what does Paul mean when he says, You died? You're ce- How is it that you celebrate someone dying? If we say, We're, we're celebrating this morning, and that uh, baptism is a picture of a death and a resurrection. How is it that you celebrate a death? Well, we celebrate what it is that died, that there is a part of our identity that has been in rebellion against God and that that is deserving of judgment by God because of its rebellion, and that's what's died. The part of us that is in rebellion against God, the part of us that is worthy of God's judgment, it has died. Died with Jesus. And so it's dead. And now we, are, now we are currently living again, but with a new identity. With a new identity. That new identity is not that part of us that deserved God's judgment. It's that part of us now that has been adopted into God's family and that belongs to God. So part of us, when we turn to Jesus as the forgiver of our sins and the leader of our life, part of us dies. That part of us that is in rebellion against God. And now we live, and that life that we now live, Paul says, is hidden with Christ in God. A couple things to talk about there. Our life is hidden with Christ. What that means now is that the part of you that lives... It, it, the part of you that lives now, God sees through Jesus. You are in Jesus. When you turn to Jesus, forgive you for your sins, leave your life, God places you in Jesus, and he sees you no longer as that person who was in rebellion against him. They died. But now he sees you as the, in, the, in the same perfect way that he sees his son Jesus. And you are now hidden in Christ. When you are hidden in Christ, that means God looks at you and sees the perfection of Jesus. You're hidden in Christ. And that's not all. You're hidden in Christ uh, with Christ in God. It's like a doubly secure lock. Now, you died, and now you are alive, and that part of you that is alive is viewed uh, through the perfection of Jesus in Jesus and in God. Doubly secure. And so when we celebrate someone's turning to Jesus, when we celebrate baptism, when we celebrate uh, what, we've all, what we've experienced, those of us who've made this life decision, what we're celebrating is a death and a resurrection. A death of what was worthy of punishment, of, of our identities that, was in, that were in rebellion against God. And we celebrate the resurrection, this new life that we experience now, adopted into God's family, viewed through the perfection of Jesus, hidden, our lives hidden with Christ in God. And that's an amazing thing to celebrate. And here's what makes it all the more remarkable, is that we don't get this new life in God through anything we work towards. We don't earn it. We don't have to try to be good enough for it. That, that would be exhausting. We don't have to try to uh, perform uh, religious rituals. Even baptism isn't how you get it. You get it just by turning to Jesus, and not by turning your whole life, not like by cleaning up your life. That's not how you turn to Jesus. You get it not by, just, just by turning your heart. To Jesus and looking to him as the one God sent and by faith believing that Jesus is the one God sent that that he died on your behalf and rose again and so it's not filled with religious performance and trying to be good and trying to clean up your life it's just the relief of looking to Jesus as the one who did it all for you and that in that one moment of looking to Jesus an eternal spiritual transaction takes place that means that you that that puts to death that part of you that's deserving of God's judgment and hides you now in the perfection of Jesus in God that's what we celebrate that's what it means to be a Jesus follower That's the most important thing that we teach at Trinity, many people, many of you here. I mean, that's why you're here, because you follow Jesus. Some of you are here because you're interested in learning what that's like, and you want to know a little bit more about that. We're happy that you're here exploring that with us. And if you really want to know what it means to be in repaired relationship with God, what it means is to turn... Not your whole life. I mean, you don't have to clean up your life yet. That's going to come later. Read the rest of Colossians 3, and you'll see that that still is part of a new life, produces new behavior. But that doesn't come first. What comes first is just this turning to Jesus and seeing him as the one God sent, and then God hides you in Jesus, and you're safe. And so that's just a, a reminder to us of what we celebrate when we see someone be baptized, what we celebrate when we come every Sunday morning and talk about the good news and the gospel and what Jesus did for us. We celebrate that we died and our life is now hidden with Christ in God. And we're going to sing this morning in response to what we've seen and what we've been reminded of. So what I'd like to do is pray and ask our musicians if you'll come and prepare us again to continue in worship. Father, we thank you through Jesus for who you are and what you've done for us that you as a as a a loving and gracious and very patient god have gone to great lengths to win us back to you to to provide a way for us to belong to your family and we know that that the only way that that is possible is through what jesus has done for us in his life and death and resurrection and that through his death and resurrection we can die and be raised again. That, that we can die to our old self. That part of us that is deserving of your e- eternal punishment. And instead we can be forgiven. We can, our, our life is hidden with Christ in you. And that now we're your children. And we get to walk with you. And live life with you. And, and uh, go through uh, just the challenges of this life with you being for us, and then face death in eternity knowing that we belong to you. And we are thankful. We're thankful for those who've made that decision and, and uh, went public with that this morning. We're thankful for the people of this faith family who've, who've uh, uh, followed you faithfully for years. We're thankful for those who are here this morning and are just exploring. And we know that their being here is another evidence of the fact that you're at work in their lives And now we want to continue to worship you for what you've done for us, for this new life that we have in Jesus. We pray that you'll be with us, that your spirit will move among us as we do this. And we ask it through the one that you sent, Jesus. Amen.